Welcome back to Bonded by Bravo. My name is Amy and I am joined with my co-host Jenna and we are so happy to be here. We got a lot to chat about. Bravo, bravo, bravo. So much. But also, it's kind of fun that we do this and then it hits the next day in a sense of like, I mean, I guess we did that before, but we have to talk about Taylor Swift yesterday. I know, I know (laughs) that the kissing and the running of the kissing Everything I said before I take back, I'm here, I'm on board. I'm okay, okay. I can see husband and wife stuff. Okay. I'm going to say it. I changed my tune completely. I changed my tune completely. 100% turnaround. I'm on board. But I think I said that last time. Like, he's a man. It's nice to yeah. see her with a man. And I hope, I don't know. I hope this is it. I mean, she's in her 30s. Like, let's get it. Yeah, also, he's having, he's always been, you know, a great football player, but, like, I think he just set some record last week. Like, is Taylor Swift, like, mode, like, I think he's feeding off of her energy in some way because he is, he's, like, even Andy Reid was, like, she can stick around as long as she wants because they are winning and winning and winning. And that lyric that she added in, everybody's going crazy about that, how she said in Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. And there was a video of her dad, like, smacking on the arm in Argentina. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. That was her dad? I was wondering that. Yeah, it was her dad. How cute. And, like, flying to Argentina isn't nothing. No, and I'm and I'm just thinking, doesn't he have to practice? Like, is there practice during this season? Was that a dumb question? I was also thinking that. I was like, what are the rules around around this? Because I would assume that they wouldn't even, like, they almost wouldn't be able to leave the country or whatever during, like, in mid season like this. But I mean, maybe an exception to the rule because Taylor Swift is the exception to the rule for being honest. Yeah. It was cute. It was really cute. Yeah. um, Yeah. I watched that video so many times and let me tell you like (laughs) I didn't see it until like you sent me that text when I was at work last night and work was kind of just a shit show last night and I I had a moment where I was like I gotta walk outside like I'm gonna snap on one of these people so soon we had a guy literally like throw glass at us chuck (gasps) his credit card at us ice breaks in the well he's like flipping out for no reason he his card got declined because he probably like turned it off or something because i think he had mentioned like uh, some sort of like he had lost it and so i'm assuming he like froze it but he was i didn't realize how drunk he was i didn't even serve him but the guy this guy next to him was like nice enough to be like oh uh, like i got your drink oh my god that's such a san francisco continued to stand there like frisbeed the card at us and then took his hand and took all the shakers that are on the well (gasps) pushed them into our well the ice well which meant we had to burn the entire well which like in mid-service which means okay you're saying so many industry words please break it down so basically burning the wells yeah just melting the ice all the ice in the big huge well you have to literally melt all of the ice in the middle of a shift it's a nightmare so when yeah. So when you see, like, if a glass ever breaks on a bar, that's what's happening. They have to melt all of the ice that's in that big. Oh, wait. The best part oh. is the best part about this story is. <laughs> so we obviously kick them out, like obviously, and so me- like our security comes to the back and or to the bar, and he's like, 
the cops are here. This guy called the cops and on said himself? that we stole. Yeah, he said that we stole that we were withholding his credit card, the one that he frisbeed at one of my coworkers' face. The co- we were like, you mean the card that he just chucked at us and then broke glass behind? He literally picked up a glass and chucked it at one of my bartenders. <gasps> yeah. So what did the cops say? Did they arrest him? They were like. He was so visibly drunk. Like, I cannot believe he called the cops, like, on himself. I can't believe the cops came for that. That's so wild. Me too, because usually the cops don't come in San Francisco. Right. right. It's pretty, like, lawless out here. Yeah. Um, it sounds so, like a Yeah, fun... anyway. But anyway, so I, like, needed him. There was, like, someone right after him that was just, like, really, really getting under my skin. And, like, as you can imagine, that just, like, set a different tone in the bar. And it just was, like, not great. And I had to take a minute to walk outside and I saw your text and I was able to look at that video and I just sat out there for like three minutes, just watch, rewatching the video. And I was like, all right, I can go back. I can do it. See, it, it helps us. It's so funny. You're talking about like debauchery in a bar. Um, I don't even think I told you this, but I had a girl's night on Friday. Um, and it was like, we're going to have like all three girlfriends over. It'll be easy breezy. <laughs> And you know how that always turns out. Um, so there were four of us and we, I was like, okay, I have five bottles of Cava, Prosecco, one bottle of red wine. We should be fine. Like, and I was like, and everybody will be out of here by midnight, like totally fine. Um, 2.30 rolls around and oh I start going out on the streets of New York with my friend looking for cigs because I'm a psycho and you know when I have too much to drink I want like one cig um, I walk into a bar with my friend which I barely remember and then we I guess she was asking them for cigs I don't remember so then come back to my apartment with the remaining two girlfriends that are in the apartment and they're like alright it's time to go blah 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 they call me 10 minutes later and they're like, we're at the bar that we were just saying, you got to come. And I was like, no, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm not coming. I end up going. There's only like a few other people in the bar. I walk into the bar and I'm going into my pockets to see what I have. And I have another phone in my pocket. What is <laughs> happening? When I was in there, the 20 minutes before, apparently I took someone's phone off the bar. <laughs> And it just so happened to be one of the people that was still in there. No. I swear to no. God. And I didn't even remember until today when my friend told me. And oh my God. I was like, I went in my pockets and I went, because oh, I had my phone. And then, and I was like, what is, there was like 10 minutes of like a little bit of blacking out that has never happened. And I'm like, did I stole someone's phone? Oh my God. I know. And then I just so happened to go back to the scene of the crime and give it back to them. <laughs> and then I was like you around. What'd you say? We need more thieves like you around. <laughs> yeah. And then we stayed there and made them bring out microphones and did karaoke until I left at 540. And... I would have murdered you guys if I was. Oh, no, it was fine. It was like two guys. They were, they were fine. fine with it. They were fine. Okay. Um, and yeah, we stayed till five. Well, I stayed till 540. I texted Searsha and Stacy, and they didn't get home until 7 a.m. What time did the bar close? I thought it closed at four. It did, but we were just hanging out there. Hanging out. 
singing karaoke songs and with the bartenders. Really try and get you guys out. It was after the croissants were delivered because it's a coffee bar in the morning and then a bar bar at night. When the croissants from the bakery were delivered, they're like, I think we got to close up shop because we reopen again at seven. And I was like, I got to go home. Like Meek didn't even know that I had left the apartment. So I was like, this is wild. I got to go home. I'm like (laughs) in total shock right now. I know. And I was like, it was just one of those nights where you're like, well, if it wasn't right around the corner from my house, yeah. I would have left like so much earlier, but it was like a hundred feet from my house. So I was like, I gotta go. I can just walk there. Um, oh my God. And I walked in and I was like, what time did you wake up to him? And he, so like, I usually he wakes up crazy hours. I, my Fitbit said I went to sleep at 545. So I literally like crawled in bed and passed out. Let's be honest. And he must woke up like an hour later. Wow. What time did you sleep till? I woke up at like 11 and then went back to sleep for like an hour. Look at you, little party girl. It wasn't like we weren't even drinking at that bar, you know? That's so funny. Yeah, it was weird. Um, But that was, yeah, that was it. That's fun, though. It was fun. I don't think I'll ever do that again, but, you know. Yeah. Speaking of late nights, I'm sure yeah. there were some late nights in Vegas at BravoCon. Did we not? We didn't talk about BravoCon yet. This is wild. I know. The thing that I really want... Have you watched the panels on Peacock? Mm Mm-mm. I'll tell you what. These moderators... Like, a lot of it, actually, so awkward. Really awkward. Do you know what it is? Because we want Andy for every single one of them. That's the problem. But, like... And they clearly were given, like, very strict... Yeah. I finally listened to... Jeff Lewis. Lewis. And he was talking about this a bit and how he got in trouble. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And like all the people come, I understand like, okay, booing, whatever, but like you are on a reality TV show and like, you know, you're making so much money off of this. Like one booing, like, yes, you guys have lived it and have gone through it, but it's like, but we have it. And like, I think for the viewers, it's like the one opportunity that they get to like, be in person with you guys and express support for Ariana, for example, like, and like booing Sandoval. And it's like, just let them do it for the, you know, if it's like, you know, they're not throwing stuff at him or like trying to attack him. It's like basketball teams get booed every day. Like, you know, softballs. Everybody was given softballs the whole time. That's what it was. The questions from the audience. Thank God for those. Cause that's when it got interesting. Speaking of the audience, how about <laughs> Jen Aiden calling that woman a whale? Yeah, and also she was from Philly. Of course she asked the best question. Shout out to that woman because Did you? was she? I didn't know that. She was from Philly, yeah. Hell she's like, yeah. Hi, I think her name was Danielle from Philly or whatever, but like yeah. shout out to her. And then she's like, Teresa wasn't talking to you. Teresa, I wasn't talking to you. Like, thank you, Jen. Thank you, Teresa. Come to Philly. Like, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. The fact that she called her well and then doubled down on it online, I'm like, oh yeah, because somebody, disgusting. because someone said, what if somebody said that to your yeah. daughter? Yeah, okay. Be- Ugh. She's, but she, that's that's Jen Aiden in a nutshell. That's what she uses. She uses like these dumb defense mechanisms to like. She's she doesn't have anything. Yeah. All she has yeah. is like below the belt stuff. She doesn't have. It's yeah. not like she's got anything going on upstairs. Give me yeah, totally. Like she's yeah, she's not operating with. You know, right. a full box. <laughs> That's for damn. A full sorry. box. There were so many. Um, there were so many good 
outfits, I think, from BravoCon. There were so many good. I didn't think so. You didn't think any of the outfits were good? Not any of them. I was expecting better, I guess. Like Aaron and Bryn, I really liked their outfits. (laughs) How about Bryn in the escalator? Oh, my God. Was Jessel there? No, because she had the big fashion. That's Neither was Jenna Lyons. And that was because there was the big um fashion foundation i can't think of it the cm oh, something that's right, that's the cmds right. yeah. or something here yeah. in new york were the same weekend so if you were Got involved it. in that fa- like yeah yeah okay i'm yeah, trying to look for our i know pages are queen but i think jen or not jen aaron wore the like the no shorts thing or the no pants thing i think i liked her look better really yeah yeah I think it's because um, also Paige's shorts were pink and like. Yeah, I liked Paige's. She had the black. There was like a big black blazer outfit. And I think it was like the one when someone asked her what was like your inspiration. And she was like rich, basically. Yeah. That whatever she's wearing in that, I really like. I liked two or three of Amanda's. Really? I, uh-huh. yeah. I didn't like the denim look. Uh, that's what I was going to say. That's all I can think about is a denim look. That didn't was like, like the denim. There was yeah. one that she had like a blouse on and a sweater with like some boots that I thought oh, was Oh, yeah. Cute. I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was super cute. Um, I like that Dorit was a little more played down than usual. Like Maybe her spell. Yeah. It's also crazy to see how much their faces are done up when there's like regular because like if you watch on any of the blogs or the um social media accounts like mm-hmm. those folks are like really getting dolled up and then <laughs> the standing next to these people doesn't matter how dolled up you are they are decked yeah, to the yeah nines. For like, sure. you couldn't get me to take a picture next to them Lindsay hubbard obviously i mean i think she looked great like still yeah don't Revenge love her look. necessarily but she did look i think she she looked great. Yeah. I mean, I think she always looks great. I really yeah. always love Danielle's looks. Um, Lindsay's yeah. body, man. I'm like, I want that. It's like the her body is literally what inspired me to go to Barry's. And I was doing it for a little bit. But my knee is so f- messed up that I can't run. And I had to leave in the middle of class. And I was like, God damn it. I was like into it. I did it for two months. Well, and then you also don't have to like run aggressively. I can just imagine I you just, there like, I'm here. Well, no, you have to because it's like it's a hit. So it's like they say turn it up to 10 and do that for like 10 on the Yeah, but you can modify. You just don't have it totally. in your brain you, to modify. But the thing is, is like my orthopedic surgeon did tell me years ago, like you are not allowed to run for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. And I was like, let me just roll the dice. And Such a good idea. We love rolling wow, the dice. Wow, it backfired so quick. 30s. I couldn't even stand. Yeah. No, it was so bad. Yeah, biking is really good. I've been doing the Peloton, and that's easy. That's nice. See, that's what we stay with. We stay with what we know. I can't wait to get this boot off my foot. I don't know if we've recorded since I've had the boot on my foot, but we have uh, briefly. I think it's fine. Everything's fine. Life. Um, but yeah. So, what did we think? Did you listen to Lindsay Hubbard on the Vile Files? I did. And. Can I tell you what I think? Sure, because I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Okay, Bravo is obviously not happy. Um, I I think no matter 
what the circumstances are, like a breakup, uh, breaking off an engagement's going to be tough. I, I really, and I think I might have said it already. Like, I was sort of, how do I say this? I'm not like taking any teams. We still have to watch the season, but I do think things are going to come to light where we're like, yeah, like you guys should definitely have broken up. Um, and I think some people already thought that, but I found Carl to, I guess also I'm like doing this comparison with how Sandoval sort of handled everything. And to me, Carl just came off so much more respectful about the whole thing. Well, because he just shut up. He didn't say a word. Which is so different from what Sandoval did. Yeah. I mean, like, go ahead. I think my thoughts are, and I'm probably going to sound really, really harsh. Uh-huh. Lindsay said that she was blindsided. What? I just, I think, I just don't know. And then when she was talking about it, she's like, we hadn't been speaking for the two days before that. Like, you're not speaking to your fiance two days. Like, like, what do you mean you were blindsided? You weren't speaking. Um, I just think that Lindsay is one of those people that will always be the victim in her life. And this is just another part of that story where she's the victim and life is happening to her. And I have had people in my life where they tell themselves the same story and it's just like not good relationships for me. So I think I... I'm like very triggered by this. I mean, not triggered. I don't really give a shit, but I think for me, it was very like, oh, I know what type of person she is. So I just am recognizing like, oh, she's the victim in all of this and like not really taking responsibility. But what she said on the bio files does not make me believe that they have a good relationship either. Like a marriage relationship. Real quick. Love that you said that about the victim thing, because that I find to be one of the like I that's a personality that I just will never vibe with like never we can't like never. life is not happening to you like you are in control of your narrative like stop there's anyway to um, people like there's I've had to cut people out of my life yeah. because of that and it's yeah it's 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 the first it's thing pers- remember when we lived in that terrible spot before here and yeah. we had all that shit go down. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. first day we met him, I said, Kyle, I think this is a bad idea because he's now told three stories where he was the victim. And that's that, enough. And if you hear Lindsay on that, she up. did not take any accountability. No. And it's like, there's two, you know, he just broke off the engagement. He didn't like, what were you fighting? Like, I just, it's, it's just like, like this this just gives her a story to say, like, uh, it's happening to me again, you know? Yeah, know. it does feel a little bit like getting ahead of it before the season comes out to, like, really wanting her version of the story out there. Yeah. Um, And it, I think that that would have worked better had she taken some accountability, but I think the lack of it kind but of... have we ever seen Lindsay take accountability in any of her friendships, no, in actually... any of her relationships? You don't make sandwiches for me. Like, she's counting sandwiches for real and off of that there was even in that interview they had asked about 
like Danielle and like last season and she did you she still didn't like back down on that either like didn't give she right. was like or Danielle's been great but what she did last season still like wasn't I think she was talking about the engagement party and I don't disagree with her on that the way Danielle acted at the engagement party was totally. kind of childish I, I would yeah. give Lindsay that one only but I think <sighs> Danielle's sentiment behind it was like she really was like I just don't know about this sort of and I think it shows the type of person Danielle is that she's not there saying I told you so she's there coming totally. up and showing up really, and yeah. this there's your turn on Danielle Oh my God, I could not stand her for so long. And now there's so much about her that like, like, do I think she stinks sometimes? Sure. But I just think like there's qualities in her in a person, like her loyalty, Mm -hmm. you know, you know how I feel about your loyalty and friendships, you know, that's like my number one thing. Um, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? (laughs) <laughs> you thought I was still going to babble on about it oh I know what it was it was about how you changed your tune on them I'm starting to really change my tune on Kyle and a, and Amanda I've never like hated Amanda I always just found her too normal and boring for reality TV but Kyle's not annoying me the way he used to Craig isn't annoying me the way he used to Craig to me is just becoming like a housewife like I'm going to sort of stir it up I'm going to ask the question he's like producing He's, whoa, like, whoa, really whoa. stepped into his producer role, and okay. I kind of think it's funny. Okay. Kyle and Amanda separate. I 100% agree with you about Craig. Craig and his confessionals coming with his little drop-in gems. He's mm-hmm. dropping gems left and right, and just being, like, who the freaking hell would have thought he would have been the voice of reason ever? <laughs> no, he was ever? so unhinged. Ever remember how unhinged he was? Like that was great too. It's like you're watching in his sewing days, and Naomi's like, "Can you get a job? Like, can you not be drinking Bud Lights from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed?" Fair, Naomi. Totally fair, Naomi. But like now he's dropping gems. It's just so hysterical. But I, the Amanda and Kyle thing, I um, Kyle. You, I just can't believe Kyle's growing on you. I know. Kyle is like the ultimate frat boy. I know. I don't know. I think I'm like starting to see his business sense a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Real quick though. Back to Craig. It's so obvious. It's so obvious to me about Craig that Paige straight up sat him down and was like, we're going to get it together. We're going to (laughs) mature or you're not going to be with me. You can pick. But. I'm not doing this version of Craig will not be my version of Craig. And I love, and he looked at her and said, yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, Yes, ma'am. And he, and she, and and he said, and she said, and these are the outfits you're going to wear. And this is what you're going to say. And it's worked out really for him. It has. Yeah. And he's become so much more likable because of like, whatever because i i questioned i think last season i was like oh i don't know if this is a good fit for her and i changed my mind i hope they get married and have kids go ahead yeah Yeah. you know their parents like their families met this weekend which is cute how do you know that you weirdo Uh, i guess that's our job yeah yeah (laughs) she said it Mm -hmm. um I guess yeah. we just covered like 27 things in one. I Did figured that have... how this episode was going to go a little bit, well, at least about the BravoCon stuff. 
I just want to, and I know that we like, we're kind of over Roni right now, but I was out the other weekend. Uh, I, I had some, a few debaucherous weekends. So last weekend was <laughs> last weekend was the New York city marathon. And the New York city marathon is like one of the best drinking days in New York city. Um, my friend's boyfriend, he's always like, ain't it's a drinking day. Um, and so I met her at the bar at 11 a.m. and started drinking White Claws at 11 a.m. Oh um, anywho, so you drink from like 11 a.m. And I probably could have came home after. I'm going to sound like an alcoholic. I ended up staying out till midnight on a school night, um, which was fun. But anyway, I ended up getting some intel on Psy. Oh my God, that's right. You texted me. Tell me, tell me, tell yes. me. Yes. So I don't want to say how I got the intel, oh but people so. in my circle go to events with her and basically just said to me, like, they started watching the show and they're, they really loved it. They're, anyway, I don't want to give too much about who they are because, you know, oh, not, not that know. anybody, um, but they like run in the same circle. They get invited to a lot of events and they just started watching Roni basically because they knew that she was on it and they, you know, do the same thing. Yeah. And they're like, it's so weird because how she is on TV is exactly how she is in person. She's very abrupt and like sure. comes up to you. She said, they were saying like, you know, a lot of people at these events are friendly, getting to know each other. It's also like a big space in fashion and influencer, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And they said like, it's, she just comes up and it's just like very abrupt, very direct, very straight to the point where it's not, it doesn't feel friendly. Mm. And I don't think that's surprising. No, I don't think so either. I'm curious to see, the reason I want to see her definitely in a second season is I want to see what the what watching yourself on TV, like how it could affect her. Like, I, I think that she's going to be softer. Cause I, I think she looked at, watched that back and was take a little taken aback. Kind of just how like Alexia said she was too. I think I mentioned this last week, how Alexia was like, after watching last season back, she didn't really like what she saw. Mm. My favorite moment from side this season honestly was at the reunion yeah. where she kind of apologized and said like it's hard for me to let people in yeah. to me that was like the most authentic thing we saw and I think I would like to see a little more of that and yeah. I get it like I get why she has the walls up I get why she's abrupt I get it it's just hard to watch on tv because you're yeah, just I like, also oh. I know it's a really private matter but I think it would have been helpful for the viewer to know that her husband basically was like, hey, we can't have your mom staying here in front of the kids. She had to kick her, you know, addict mother out. And then she died like three, four months later. Can you imagine that? That's what I mean. Like, that <sighs> and the fact that she's on a reality TV show and we didn't know that that would have been great context to know. I think we would and have also. Right. Her. Could yeah. you imagine sharing? I don't Yeah. But also, yeah, like I understand why she didn't share it, but I just – it feels like a really big part of her life that happened right before filming or during filming. How It seems like it happened like three months before filming is what I was kind of picking up on. Oh, my God. Really? I, oh, I didn't know yeah, it was it that was like soon. Recent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. So that's it's, tough. I yeah. mean, that – yeah, you know what I mean though with like giving a little context like Yeah. There I was think. a lot of uh 
sorry, but just when she, for example, like that context, when, if you would have seen that scene with Jessel talking about her uncle, having the context of what had just gone down with her mom that recently, it right. would have been a totally different converse it it just yeah, it yeah, would have yeah. looked really different to us a hundred percent because you knew she would be coming from it from such a place of pain so raw too and it, yeah and it's just it seems like it's coming from such a place of like being a dickhead <laughs> yeah. which you just yeah it doesn't under it doesn't make sense totally. um totally. yeah i i am excited to see what next season's gonna bring i heard that they're gonna start filming in january mm-hmm. in new york i heard jenna's definitely not coming back yeah. womp womp and they're gonna bring a few new folks on um i think jenna could be in another space like there's gonna be more coming up for jenna in terms of yeah. like seeing her on tv i think um like seeing her on like a what's the show with the designers on like a project runway yeah, like thank not, you <laughs> yeah i could totally see that or even having something like that as her own show because people want to see her she was so yeah. likable um i this week with um real housewives of miami mm-hmm. it, to me it felt like one of those filler episodes where you're like setting up the scene you're setting up the season i'm really loving their outfits i think miami is another one of those cities where like when i talk about places i could live i think it's like new york la miami would be my three cities um i don't like the outfits on miami but they look no good kidding. One then. Yeah, yeah 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 for sure <laughs> and it was funny the other day when I was watching Miami I was like wow these women are really chaotic and then I really started to think about it I was like I you have to be a little chaotic to want to live in Miami like you're just operating on a different frequency than definitely Wait, I am why why do you think Miami's just like a lot, like it's so colorful and it's a lot and it's partying and it's oh it's, yeah the partying thing I like guess it's just it like way. I could never live there like in my head it's almost like a, a prettier trip. version of Vegas hmm. much prettier version of Vegas um interesting okay at the beach yeah yeah I that scene with Gertie sitting everybody around the table was like oh god i pretty much cried the entire time it was so hard to watch here we are though again with miami and these women have real storylines it's really interesting that so many other of the other housewife franchises don't seem to get these like i mean and i guess good for them that their lives are not this like real life dramatic but like you think about all the stuff with frankie like that is so crazy and then even peter as well Mm-hmm. And then you have the cancer and more than once, I guess, really, I mean, if right, like, right. Martina yeah. cancer diagnosis one, you know, two with Martina's uh, wife, right? Yeah. Martina. No, Martina is the wife. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then you look at all the other franchise and franchises and I feel like the heaviest <laughs> right. line are like divorces, which, you know, well, they are it's... normal and they're relatable, but they're not if then you sit there and think of like Tamara sitting around yelling at um (laughs) heather and like jen about like you tell the truth about your cheating husband it's like okay get a real problem like gertie having to tell her friends that she had cancer was like oh i think like on cameras too yeah it's i know that i had the little c as my doctor put it to me but like there's something about telling people about like saying that word to people that 
like, again, I'm not comparing my situation to hers, but I think like you don't want to hurt your friends either or like make people feel bad or like scare people or maybe that's I will never I know where I was standing (laughs) when I got the phone call like I know the exact conversation that happened like I remember it to a T it's the first time anyone's of a friend that had like and it was just kind of like what the fuck moment like are we entering this phase of life sort of and I think for me, that's exactly what I saw in that conversation is because there is the phase of life. And like, I guess I was the first one out of the friends, but like you do start entering that phase where like, you know, everybody before me was like, don't no, it's not true. It's not really a thing. You're going to be fine. It's not that it's not that. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Like, I don't remember the call to you because, you yeah. know, I was like not in it, but there's this fear of like, I'm scared and I'm going to scare you. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then like, uh, yeah, I, it just, it was like very, very weird. And we thought, obviously went right into joke mode. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was so <laughs> quick. Like, and how they made that joke at the end about her boobs. I was like, I love like, that's where I can. Yeah. yeah. Like how long do we sit in the weirdness? I don't even remember we, what I said. What did I say? I don't know. You texted me and you were like, Hey, can uh, we hop on a call? And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, if this bitch tells me she's fucking pregnant, if I have another friend pregnant, that's not down to drink this weekend. Also really happy for all my friends that are pregnant. But I, <laughs> or has had a baby but I was just like wait we have decided together like (laughs) that we are not having them and then we decided on this life yeah and then I we call or like you call and you tell me that and I was like oh thank god it's just (laughs) I was like this we can handle (laughs) oh and see and thank god for that yeah it just oh god yeah, it was weird. It was weird to watch back. It was very like triggering in a way. That one was oh triggering. God, I sure. like cried the whole like last five minutes. Um, and I'm super thankful, uh, you know, in terms of like my situation. Yeah. Um, and how lucky I was. Anyway, let's move on to something else. Okay. So yeah, Miami is <laughs> not too too much there this week. No, um, it's one of those filler episodes, but I think it's going to yeah. be a good season as as sure. always. Uh, let's chat a little bit about Beverly Hills. Sutton was uh, so uh, weird. I was like, what was happening? She's so annoying. All of Garcelle a sudden now. Garcelle was looking at her like, what is happening? Mm. I love and the whole time you wanted to be on stage. You wanted to be on stage. You wanted to be on stage. And now. Pants. Right. I wore pants. You told everybody to wear pants. And now all of a sudden you're Miss Christian southern like the pants that she wore did look like she was gonna go to mass forced that outfit she looked like she was going to sunday church she'll get her mom yeah her outfit literally looked like easter sunday and i was like wait oh my god right it was my like something my mom would wear it gave me bonnie vibes a hundred percent um that was the most bizarre reaction and the thing that i loved even more (laughs) was was Erica's reaction. She's like, I told you, I gave up fighting with you bitches for Lent. And her reaction just being completely like not bothered was the best thing ever. It was so good. I love it. I like when Erica first came on the scene, 
I was doing a Beverly Hill. I remember I was doing a Beverly Hills rewatch. So I was like, I think during the pandemic. And as soon as Erica came on, I was like, oh, I like, like, I liked her a lot. Yeah. And then she just got really vicious. So I'm really hoping for like a redemption season. Hmm. Yeah. And it seems like she's like getting laid. Some of the drama with Tom's behind her. I always liked Erica. I liked that she was vicious. As you know, I usually like those pit bulls. Um, I, I, yeah, she's one of my, I was watching Entourage last night and Lisa Renna is in like episode two or three of season five. Which was the wildest thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's Lisa Renna. And Meek's like, that's where I knew her from. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but yeah, it was good to see. I just think, uh, yeah, I was glad, honestly, I was glad. I like sober Kyle. Me too. There's something about her, like being so clear headed and calling. Sutton a bitch I didn't blame her for it because she was acting like a bitch and it's I just have this vibe from Kyle that like everything is making sense to her now yes. she's standing up for herself like she's not here to like fine sure she'll come out to the bathroom and she'll have this like ridiculous conversation with you about overreacting about a man <sighs> Sutton yeah. like you are not Miss Holy Roller okay and maybe please you know what I had? Never mind. I'm going to get into that. Go ahead. Yes. I also am really enjoying Kyle this season. I think, too, the working out, which not shocking at all, has given her a, a confidence that I don't think we've ever really seen in her before. I always think there was a little insecurity lurking around her. Yeah. And she said it. She said, like, sometimes she felt like, which is insane, but, like, the bigger of the girls. And it's oh, it's also, like so much the sobriety and they're all talking like it's not maintainable it's not this it's that and it, to me it just came was, from like a hater that was odd right i didn't love that like why is it maintainable like, su support your friend on this journey like it's 100 percent. Like, i'm trying not to drink very much right now and i think that's why i got so irritated last night so normally For during sure. that shift i'll take a shot here and there and last night i was like really trying to just stay sober this whole week and yeah i i was like it's hard. Yeah. I. It's like not an easy thing when it's like completely, when it's around you all the time. Right. I I didn't love that they were like, it's not sustainable. I didn't yeah. think she was doing anything excessive. You know, she wasn't yeah. drunk the night before. So she woke up. I know how I feel when I'm in the gym and working out. Mm -hmm. And like, I know how it helps my anxiety. It helps with my day to day. Like for me, it's an easy, easy thought of, Oh, if I don't want to be anxious today, if I want to get to sleep and feel good about going to sleep, like all these yep. things, it's good. It's how it's like the best, it's the best way to get motivated to go. It's like the feel, just think about the feeling after, just think about the feeling after like getting right. there can be a drag, but like, if you just go in thinking how you're going to feel after it makes it so much easier to even get there because that feeling is so unmatched. That's what, and to me, it's. Like, what else is she going to do? The the Birkin yeah. and the Starbucks yeah. was kind of a... <laughs> She's on Real Hogs. favorite. Hills, though, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, it sounds like what I'm gathering, her and Sutton aren't really... I think after some, like, one of the panels at BravoCon, they're, I think they're on a timeout right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. But also, 
I would be on Sutton is one of those people. Like to me, she also gives off that victim mentality. Everything's always happening to her. Give me a break. That was the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest reaction to something. And then to talk about being on the (laughs) ballet foundation board. Have you been following (laughs) Dumois since then? Oh, about all the... I'm like, oh, girl, Magic Mike doesn't even... It's like the the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the ballet. So basically, Dumois came out with all of these blind items saying how, like, all of the coke and all of the crazy things that go on behind the scenes, allegedly on the board and with the dancers at the ballet. So that was really funny. I mean, it makes so much like th- what, they are so of- thin they're up at so many hours like they're not doing that on coffee they're just not i just like what did we do before dumois like how did we get news pop news sources like i just said to meek today like i went down a rabbit hole of because i like one jack harlow song then i had to watch <laughs> then i had to watch a video of him from two years ago doing that um interview with the girl who does the chicken chop interviews in london and then like i had to watch then it takes you to another youtube video and i was like i get so engulfed in pop culture or like one track mind fyi my um forever talent crush timothy chalamet was on snl last night oh i know he did a good job i watched half i watched half and Um. it was really good yeah, that I haven't watched it yet. I like I save my SNLs for like a rainy, rainy day. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had been rewatching this week. I think I told you I was watching Love Island Australia season four from last winter. Girl, you I don't know how you have not gotten into Love Island. I know. Well, right now I'm rewatching Roni, and ugh, it is so good. I'd so. What season are you at? I'm Did you get th- towards the end of three? But it's just funny how like even the in like the opening credits or like the montage that do, they do in the beginning feels so dated, and the clothes that they're wearing fur are so terrible. It's like everyone's shopping at like Ann Taylor. <laughs> like it's so old. Like it makes yeah. them look old. Right. Because yeah, and it's really just old clothes. But yeah. I know that episode's probably going to be a little supersized anyway because there's so much but we should keep moving oh, yeah. on i think keep let's moving get into on. southern charm okay i've thought I was... go go ahead no i was glad that the girls were at it because last week's episode was so boring the first thing i want to start off with with southern charm is like rod do you really think that your face. I wish I had a video of your face. Like, do you really think that Taylor was giving off the vibes that she wanted to exclusively date you? You mean Olivia, but yeah. Oh, Olivia. Yes. There wasn't one (laughs) vibe of her. She wasn't giving off a single vibe that she wanted to exclusively date you. She went over to, to, she went over to her ex-boyfriend's house instead of like, hanging out with you she was surprised when you wanted to get in the car with her she didn't even sit next to you when you were at the wine like there's read the room i just he seems like he's such a nice guy and even and i'm not saying we need to be taking austin's word on everything but in the car when austin says or maybe in his confessional like i've seen more like he talked (laughs) about the lack of chemistry and i was like yeah, you're speaking truth because there is like nothing here. There's nothing yeah. here. 
literally nothing. It was bizarre. Yeah. It was bizarre. Uh, I just, yeah, anyway. You think it's bizarre, though. <sighs> okay. But start from not... the beginning because okay. I, I think you're going to start talking about Olivia. Okay. And Olivia going up to Taylor's parents. I don't think I thought Olivia and Taylor were as close as they were. Like, I didn't know they knew family members and stuff like that. Like, she started crying when Olivia's mom or Taylor's mom was hugging her and stuff. Like, I just, I didn't, I didn't think I knew how close they were. I think they got that close after their, both of their respective breakups and then after like mm. the like leading up to the reunion and then after the reunion I think it was probably just one of those friendships that were just like they hit the ground running pretty quick um and they were both yeah. single which also like at this age like well I guess they're younger but you know when you have a there's not that many people that are that available because normally for like sure. some people yeah. in relationship so if you have that kind of time then it's it makes it the friendship, I think, develop a little bit quicker when it's two single people. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's true. I mean, you know me. I love to meet people's parents, so. <laughs> it's my own trauma. <laughs> up, my mom was like, it keeps coming up on Facebook to follow Amy. Should I just do it? I was like, just do it. Oh, my God. On Instagram, Denise. So insecure. All right. It. We'll do it. I'll do the same because it keeps coming up for me, too. And I'm like, oh, my God. oh she doesn't remember who I am. No, she definitely does. Um, like we haven't shared a few drinks and cigs in our day. Yeah, especially because she always tells me, Amy never says um, and you say um too much. <laughs> Damn, really? girl. Yeah, I can't believe I, yeah, but I say like instead of um. Yeah, you hear that, mom? I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like follows each other on Instagram. Oh. Um, but yeah, let's get into um, the Southern Charm episode because, okay, Watching, I watched this episode after seeing all, and not that I needed to see any of the blinds from Vegas about Shep, but with that so top of mind. So for anyone who hasn't seen the blinds about Shep in Vegas, apparently total asshole, complete nightmare, unhinged, drunk, messy, entitled, fighting with an ATM machine. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> also like with an ATM machine. <laughs> Right, and also like all coked up and acting out of out of pocket, allegedly. We have to say allegedly, allegedly, uh, allegedly according to the blinds. Also, yeah, and like looks, disrespecting staff. He looks terrible because he parties every single night, and he's forty five. You're not twenty eight anymore, my guy. You're yeah, not. He looks really, really, really rough. Right. Um, it's he just is never going to grow up. But the way that he talked to Taylor, this okay, wait, yes. What part do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the time the way know. he talked to Taylor or Taylor and Olivia's conversation? Let's start with let's do Olivia and Taylor because I need to get this off my chest. Yeah, go ahead. I texted you the other day and I said, For the life of me, I cannot understand, I will never understand not being able to forgive someone. If they come to me and they apologize, I'm like, you know, like I'm good. Like, but I don't you have it in me to hold on to stuff. I just, that's not the where I want to put my energy. And like, she not only apologized, but like, to me, Taylor was like groveling a little bit. And I think she really understood, like, I know that I like 
breached your trust. Like, I am really, really sorry for that. I care about this friendship. And the way Olivia just dismissed it, I, I found odd. I was just Do like, you, why? Could, forgiving is one thing, but could you still maintain the same type of relationship you still 100%. have with that person? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Look, See, and I'm sorry, and things happen. Like yeah. you were in a vulnerable place. Like you can see how bro like mm -hmm. if you're really that close with that friend, then you also know that she's broken. And like, yes, you had a relationship with Austin, but it was not on the like whatever happened, it was not on the level of betrayal that Taylor is going through with Shep. Like she has mm -hmm. been cheated mm -hmm. on multiple times. Look at just I mean, right at the same night, you could see the way that he speaks to her, like I just, I just was really turned off with how little grace she was giving Taylor. Like, yes, you were going through something with Austin, but she was really going through something as well. I think what it is, is I think Olivia still thinks that there's more that's going to come out. And I think Olivia, like, I totally hear you. And I think I am more like Olivia than I am like Taylor. Like, I would could forgive you, but I don't know if I could continue the same type of friendship with you. Like I could move on, but I don't know how long it would take me to trust you. Yeah, I definitely could. That's Especially great. given the circumstances around <laughs> right. it. I, I also think like looking back in hindsight, like is I'm, you know, they're what, 28. So I'm older than them. I'm looking at this as like, yeah, of course I could forgive them. This is like dumb bullshit. If yeah. anything, like they're fighting with each other. Look at these two freaking douchebags that we have yeah. up on these pedestals that are causing all this drama between the two of you. Because yeah. that's the real person. Like he's the one that should have known better too. How come no yeah. one's pointing fingers at him? He, you, you hung out with him three nights ago and took yeah. your bra off at his house. Like if the men always get off easier, fair. But I think that's and the biggest. Not for nothing, like. Olivia just or Taylor just like poured her heart out to you said like sorry you went all the way up there to deny her apology and then yeah. called the person that completely shattered her heart right after and went to his house like I don't think that's chill yeah, that's true that's not really that cool you could have turned around and she's like where am I supposed to go it's like home you go home yeah. I mean I know that there's cameras and producers there and I'm hoping that that's sort of what the situation was here but like you're going to not it's forgive weird because me after I'm groveling to you and then you're going to leave and go to my ex's house who completely broke my heart and you watch that. And the reason that I sort of even ended up in the position with your ex, I'm going to quote boyfriend, like is that's where you're headed. I just, I just think that's also being looked over a little bit. How was that fair? It's so weird because I would have, I felt different about this, but it's so different to hear your perspective. And you know that I never usually agree with you, Yeah. <laughs> but it's do, so I different, but not on purpose, but just because yeah. of it. But it's so totally. interesting to hear that perspective because I, if you cross me once, like cut, done, I could forgive you, but I won't forget. And the other thing is like, it's true. Like I didn't even think that. Olivia's then calling Shep, who she's become close friends with. They're yeah. all so intertwined. And it's more like, I'm going to say again, these men, like, like Shep, okay, I Shep is toxic male number one. I think after seeing the way that Shep talk 
shirts to Taylor. That was so out of pocket. And that is a whole other level of like abusive talk. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it for the people in the back. If someone talks to you that way, run. And she immediately like cowered and went back to that place of like, like, he must have talked to her like that plenty. Of course. And when it came up over the ping pong, they did the, so we'll get into that now. Like yeah, yeah. the, they referenced, what was that? Two seasons ago. Yeah. When yeah. They when that they were playing that. Match, yeah. And he like lost it. And over this ping pong game. And he thought that that was an appropriate time to say that. Like you can tell how entitled he is. Mm-hmm. It's maddening to watch. Like the way that he, I don't know how she did not punch him in the face. And I'm no. not even a violent person. But I, that, you know what, what I he would- said there? When he said, "Yeah, sometimes it was fun," I would. It would have been so hard to not uh, not bash his face in. She just I threw just, wine. I wish I she like, threw the wine in his face and not on his shirt <laughs> with the I glass. Broke it over his head, <laughs> and then she ends up making out with him that night, which makes me so sad for her because did make out, or do you think she? Just well, he called her the kissing bandit. Oh, that's right. That's right. I just feel like she loves him so much. And I think he loves her, but I don't think he is. I don't know how much therapy could fix how shitty he is. Like, he's the type of person, like, I, when I say, like, people I could be friends with, I could see my being friends with, like, I could never be friends with him. Like, I could be friends with Austin, for sure. Definitely be friends with Austin. Be friends with Craig. Like, I don't, Craig's fine. I could never in a million years be friends with some stuck up little entitled that's what it is it's entitled everything yeah the difference too between i think austin and shep i think there is something in austin that does want to change like he's not stoked on his behavior and how all of his relationships end it's like he can't help it but he doesn't want it to be that way where shep like shep thinks it's like cool like he's right. like, this is like my thing, and it's like you suck. And what I really hate is that women are still throwing themselves at him. I'm like, you want to sleep with that nasty man? Ew, ew. And that's the thing too. Like the one thing, seeing Austin ew. in therapy, wanting to change, makes him a little more. I feel like the one thing we see from Austin is a little bit of redemption. Yeah, a little tiny bit where he it feels like he's working on himself this year. I don't know. I guess yeah. we'll see. Shep is just disgusting. Like he just looks so run it. down. Yeah, like just take take a month off drinking. Go to honestly, if he could go to rehab, it's still not going to change the entitled bullshit. No. no, no, no. All right. Well, I think that's enough about Southern Charm. This is a great season. I mean, I've said it before. I always like Southern Charm, but I really this season's good. The Southern Charm. Yeah, it's going to be good and i'm glad they're adding new people i think it's more like what yeah did you see that drop for the southern hospitality um i know you don't really like it though right did you watch it i did and i didn't but the second season trailer made me i'm like oh okay i'm interested because that's what happens like in the beginning you like it's hard to like people i think it's gonna it's giving vanderpump it's giving Vanderpump, and that is what we've all. That's what we've been talking about is the perfect how, formula. For me, that's how I got here. Yeah, like honestly, Vanderpump was always the 
what's so, I don't know the the root the of all of this for me. That yeah, was the yeah, first yeah. show on Bravo that I really was like, I love the show. Yeah, and it's funny because um, I was just gonna say something I completely forgot. <laughs> it's okay. It's Vanderpump. Fine. Maybe it'll come back to you, but Southern hospitality looks crazy. Apparently, that trailer, most of it. Is like from Leva said, she's like, yeah, that's the first episode. And you could kind of tell by her demeanor that things were, I, I think, got a little heavy there. Who? With Leva? With this season. Oh, of yeah. Hospitality. It, looks, it looks like it does look like Vanderpump. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, sorry. Okay. I was going to say that I was hoping that Winter House was going to be more more summer housey than it is and honestly after last week with these duds of guys we need more bde in winter house for next like i like what they're doing but we need more bde in there because right now it's not giving me a lot yeah that would be a fun game to kind of come up with who should be our perfect cast i know i love katie in there like kate i really like her i liked her on below deck yeah Uh, I like her in there. Danielle makes sense. Jordan, make- the girls actually make a ton of yeah, sense. Yeah, I was going to say, Malia and the Katie thing, I like too, because Malia can get wild if she wants. I think we the need to revamp stuff. the guys. Yeah, the the guy choice is interesting. I don't, there's really so many people that they could have gone Put with. Austin in there. Get Austin in there to cause some Austin trouble. Austin should have been in that house. For sure. Sandoval yeah. was going to be in there, but like if yeah. he was still with Ariana, then it wouldn't. I, I don't want Sandoval in that but house. But also, I think we could all, and I think even before, but we need a little Tom and Tom separation here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's actually nice to see. Yeah. I like seeing him without Tom. I like seeing him without any other cast members because you get to see, see a little. Yeah. I think he, yeah, he definitely was never the one to like constantly put him like there was always sandoval being the one in front of him and he was fine with that but now it's like he's on his own and i kind of like him and katie together i know for like but god he he needs to make a move my guy he has no game it's so i think Uh, she likes it though i think she finds it like endearing yeah i guess um yeah oh i just said um again sorry mom (laughs) (laughs) that should be our thing sorry mom uh the winter house so easy watching like i was talking to someone one of my regulars at work and we both said like it's just an easy show to watch it's no it's nothing's high stakes you're just watching people on your screen just in a nice house in the snow and i'm good with that what show do you look in your Bravo week lineup? What show do you look forward to the most? Right now, Southern Charm. Same. Beverly Hills, right behind it. Then Miami. I don't, I only watch Salt Lake City when I'm like oh my God, fresh out of shows. Yeah, we don't really cover Salt Lake City that much. And I am kind of bored with this season. So that's fine by me. I find them to be especially nasty towards one another. I find them to be especially weird. Yeah. Like, all the housewives are a little bit nutty, but, like, Salt Lake, like, Mormon wives, like, they are a whole other level of, like, out there, man. The one thing I have liked this season with Salt Lake City is Heather, or not Heather, Whitney's sort of 
situation with the kids and the finance, like the family dynamics, I think that's probably resonating with a lot of women, especially, you know, moms where it's like, the okay, now that he, her husband's back at work, he just expects her to just do everything again on top of her job and filming. And she's like, well, no, that's not really how this is going to go down. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that I'm struggling with is the like Monica and her mom storyline. This last week's episode was just so uncomfortable. They're yelling at Whitney's event the entire time. It was really bizarre and uncomfortable. That's what I mean. Like, there's so I know that there's like a lot of yelling in the housewives, but Salt Lake City, it feels like it's heightened the whole time. Like, it, it feels like we don't have. Only all the other shows, like you have the argument, but then you have the fun moments. I don't know that we get a lot of fun moments out of Salt Lake City. Mm. Fair. Like we don't, there's not a ton of levity. No, I feel like so far the only fun has been Heather puking in the Sprinter van. And And even that wasn't that fun. She is, she is. And I like that. Yeah. Um, So we're almost at time. I, did we cover everything or is there more you want to cover? I want to talk about Backgrid being my new favorite Instagram follow. And that's really all I wanted to say about it. Okay. That's uh, that. Okay. Oh, I did want to (laughs) talk a little bit about Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So I, when I watched the panel, I really, I was like looking at Lala well, whenever they would talk about, like, Ariana, everyone would be, like, giggling or whatever, like, have a smile at the very least on her face. Lala was deadpan. But then it seemed like later that actually nothing was going on with them, so I'm not really sure what was happening there. And then Lala sticking up for Sandoval, like, that's fine. Like, I think that that is fine. It's just you can't also be bashing Rachel like you just can't do both and we've said it on here so many times and I was hoping that maybe during BravoCon that they would almost offer like a little bit of grace but there was a point when Sheena was asked something and Sheena made like a snarky comment in reference to Rachel and I was like see you're still doing it like why is why is it okay for Sandoval why why I just you know he was he was the I would say the real manipulate, like the, he was, I don't want to say that he was the Harvey Weinstein in the situation. He had the power. He had the money. Mm-hmm. He had the little bar. <laughs> like yeah. Rachel had, was insecure and didn't, and but coming out is, of an engagement. And like, this is why Lala sticking up for Sandoval. Yes, sure. Fine. Let her stick yeah. up for him. That really caught me off guard from Lala who always has so much to say who made so much money off Scandaval that she was able to buy a house in Palm Springs that it's just ironic for her to be sticking up for him and don't get me wrong forgiveness okay forgive but she just was so hard out of the gate for him I just hope that same forgiveness and that same like you know she said like oh i'm having uh whatever she called it a rebirth or some bullshit yeah a healing journey she's on a healing journey i hope she's saying that they keep saying that they would have forgiven raquel if she came back on that show that they would have given her more grace if she came back on the show but it's not good for her to be on that show and also like mental health like you, so you can't so you can't forgive her or or give her grace because she didn't come back on the show it's only one way or the other 
give me yeah, a break. Yeah, and especially not just coming back to a show, coming back to a very toxic environment. That's why we watch the show. You right. Know? It, right. And I just don't think it's fair to say yeah. we would have forgiven her if she came back on. Like, how the hell would she have known that? She's 28. Also, like, I'm sure she just spent a ton of money in a retreat of some sort. And I can't imagine that her doctors, I'm sh- ha- I there's no way her doctors were like, yes, go continue to do the show. Like, <laughs> we had this to do is the this best for thing for you. Health. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so in. Especially for someone who wants to speak out about mental health and stuff. Like, right. I, exactly. It's uncool. It. I agree that it's uncool. I just think if you're going to be on a healing journey, be 100 on both sides. And Sheena, Sheena, like, you know, her hanging out in the thing with Sandoval, like, no, everyone's seen through that years and years ago. It's who Sheena is. She's a thirsty little gal and she'll be, that's, she, she I'm is, not surprised. She is so thirsty. It's kind of but wild. It's ne- like playing both sides always. It is what it is. Fine. Yeah. You know? How about when the, someone and did someone in the crowd ask, I think, do you think Lisa Vanderpump is jealous of some of the fame that Ariana got? And Katie goes, you asked it. Like, <laughs> or like, you said it or something. And Ariana just sat there like, so it's something. Yeah. Uh, good. And also that freaking push-up contest, which was so cringe. Oh, my God. I also was a little cringe that Ariana was turning away so much. I would have and- had to turn away. I-, I couldn't even watch it. I was, it was like, so- this is- so cringe this is it just go to therapy guys just go to therapy oh it's so creepy it's I so was creepy like, this is this is i can't believe that this is who we've been partnered with in life like this species. <laughs> unbelievable it just was so cringe this i was this is why the aliens yeah. turned around <laughs> They said, nope, hard pass for us. Hard pass. The aliens turn around. Somebody's been watching ancient aliens. Shirts off on a stage. I mean, and not to mention one was in a kilt, a skirt, a man skirt. Aliens, I'm going with you next time. Yeah. Um, Anywho, all right. I feel like we've uh we've we've captured a lot this week. We we did a lot. We don't we didn't even have time for this or that, but we'll be back next week with some more this or that. Reminder, our show now drops on Mondays, so it'll start your week off right. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and tell your friends to like us on Instagram, share our stories, share our podcast. We're trying to get those listens out. Um, and we'll be back next week. See you soon. See you soon.